Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Day two, AF after football. Well, that was last night. You watched that big Kentucky win over Ole Miss? Yeah, I watched it. Kentucky, I watched a little bit of Baylor. You watched that Suns. It was on the Suns Kings game. That was a good one. It was on the TV. We're after football. Yeah, it was on the TVs. It's easy for me because I love hoops. I love Ron. The Hawks are terrible. Well, they are terrible, but the Hawks were on. Carm, do you know that they've only got 31 points? I do know that. Do you that. know that they uh, are they've odds got the worst on record favorite? The odds on favorite, and I don't know how they do it now in hockey. If it's, it's 25% a, each four teams, you get 25%. Uh, it's a lottery. Or they get a little bit more. Either way, how about that? It's, the Hawks are so pitiful terrible. and so terrible, so terrible. And, and such a non-factor. Um, remember the... The four I, kids that they've got in college, though. I don't mind. They played on I the listen, U.S. Men's I, national team. I, I mean, know. I understand there's talent coming. Trust me. Right. I know yeah, that. Yeah, like they're supposed to be right. bad, but they're I, they're kind of an unwatchable they're, product. They're, but, but I mean, their tank is a tank. <laughs> oh my their God. tank is a tank of epic This is like a Theo tank. Yeah. This is a... We're going to come in and we're going to win 60 games. Like can, this can we call a, it a Dale Town? Can we just keep sports within sports? Okay. Is well, this but, a Dale but, Talon tank? But, they, but did they, has anybody ever tanked like this <laughs> in hockey? I, the Sharks well, are I trying. Mean, listen, you had the first and the third pick, right, when you acquired two years in a row? Yeah, that's true. But I, that, I mean, that wasn't a tank. tank. They were just terrible. That, there wasn't much of a plan the Dale Talon will tell you it was a plan. Mm. The executive of the year. The executive of the year until he was sabotaged. Who's supposed to throw the who's supposed to put those letters in the mail? This one's epic. Hey, who's I, supposed to put those letters in the mail when Dale got fired? Remember funny. that? I do. You think the boss, the head of head bosses, the guy that's putting the stuff in the outgoing mail, where they say, Hey Stan, can you put this stuff in the mail for me? And old Stan just well, how do I get his job? Whoa, let me not send these letters and maybe how good things will start happening job? to me. All I know is this one's epic. I hope like five years from now yeah. we're looking back going, man, did that ever work? Like they do have a lot of young talent in their system, but holy cow, they're unwatchable. So it's hoops for me this time of year. Yeah, you know that. And more it's more hoops. pro than college. It's hoops. I just, I, I like, uh, I have the same philosophy that you have in football. You don't really watch college football. Your um, motto has always been, me your best. send me your best. Send I, me I'll your best. I'll watch you on Sundays. Not who you think and is the best. And Thursday night. Let him come on up and we'll see who is the best. I'll watch you on Sundays and Thursday night and Monday night and then once December rolls around Saturdays as well. But yeah. uh, I get your point. You're like, send me your best. I, I'm kind of the That's same way with college yeah, basketball. basketball. And I send get me it. your best. And with 335 Division One schools, yeah, there's a lot of times where you're looking at some crap. Yeah, I get it, Carm. I'm not going to argue with me. Argue with me. I'm not going to argue with me. I'm I not going to argue with you. Too. Uh, NBA playoff basketball is fantastic. Yeah. The 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 Nuggets Lakers series, even though it was a sweep last year, was something to behold. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was for great. a sweep. It was, it was great was, basketball. It was awesome. I'm telling you, some of the best basketball I've seen since the mid nineties. Yeah. Oh, All right. Wow. wow. Since the mid nineties, that's how good it was. I'm just being honest. It was good for a sweep. It was a really good series. I mean, you do want honesty for me, right? I do. I'm trying to be honest. That's what it was. I will give it its due. But NBA in the playoffs is where they're going to get their due because that's when they care. They do. They truly do care. Yes. You can see it with the way they play. Yes. So 
But for me, uh, I, I like the just the college, the innocence still, theoretically, of college basketball. Mm, all right, the innocence of it all. It's also Valentine's Day, so happy and, Valentine's and I, Day. I say that with a little bit of a sparkle in my eye. Happy Valentine's Be Day, Be my you. Valentine, yeah. Mirko. I will, Carm. You and, know you're my guy. I know. You're my guy. I didn't bring you anything, but I hope you're my Valentine I didn't bring anyway. anything either. Do you remember had... when we were kids, they used to have those little disgusting candies, the heart-shaped yeah. candies in the head? Yeah, be mine. Be mine. Be mine. You're so cool. You're Do the they best. Still, do they still make those? Still have those. Carbs. Those candies tasted like they chalk. Well, they, they do. Fine to me. Okay. What would the, if you were to give someone a pack of ESPN 1000 chalk Valentine candies what would they say besides take that <laughs> like I mean, what are the what are the isms um, here at espn chicago that oh, you would put wow. on those those candies that you would hand out wow take that um would you rather you know because that's kind of open-ended for valentine's day let's face it <laughs> would you rather i wouldn't mind would i rather what well let's discuss my mind went straight to sexual stuff, so I, I apologize. <laughs> right. That's, That's kind of what I was thinking. I got to reprogram my oh, brain. Yes, Yerk. Yeah. Uh, from way downtown, bang. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Something like from that. Way yeah. downtown, bang. Um, yeah, that's a go. Take that as like. It's actually perfect for one of those little Valentine's Day candies. It really is. Yeah, that's the, the generic version of F.U., right? They, they well, that's, that's really it. That's the passive-aggressive version of that. Kids can't take candy to school anymore. You can't take any food ever to school anymore. Well, Someone that's in the Twitch chat has a good one that says, chew on this, fellas. Chew on this, fellas is pretty good. That's actually it's not really a bad good. one. Yeah. You can't take candy to school. They can't give out candy anymore. They just have to give out little cards. Because of nuts. They, yeah, no, you know, I, mean, I don't even think it's that. Kids, well, no, kids nowadays are allergic to everything. They don't want to introduce yeah. any type of stuff that uh, could send a kid into some sort of shock or something like that. All they can do now is they buy, they, and if you go into this, like if you went to Walgreens right now, you'd see them. They sell them by like, you know, in about a batch of 25. And they're just little cards. And it says it's That's about. That's lame. Yeah, it's all they can do. Who cares? Yeah, if, for a little while, then they were saying, well, you can bring uh, it's so it, it is it's it's ridiculous. Like you can't even bring candy on Valentine's Day. You can't bring cupcakes if it's your birthday. And, you know, you're going yeah, to bring cupcakes sticks. to the class. Well, what do you bring for the you class? Can, you uh, can't bring anything. Garlic. <laughs> you bring clothes and garlic peeled. Every kid gets a piece of garlic. You can't bring cupcakes. It's good for them. Can't no, bring we cookies. got a thing today or a couple, like if you wanted to bring stuff for. My daughter's daycare, you had it had to be from a store, sealed. Right. Like, you basically but, but, had to bring but, a thing yeah, of chips. But no. But was it no, food? But, oh, yeah, yeah, you're you saying you can't bring You that. could. Yeah, yeah, you can. It just has to be from a store, sealed, uh, no nuts. Yeah, my daughter's school won't let them bring uh, food. Yeah. yeah, they just, yeah. so they write little, they, they buy a little package. She got Lilo and Stitch ones, and it's, uh, you know, to and from. To and that's happy it. Valentine's Day. That's it. And then that's if she's Valentine. got a secret admirer, she'll write something special for him. I don't know. Can't wait till you grow up. Can't wait till you grow up. See in college. So. That kind of thing. Her, <laughs> see in college. Her boyfriend is a year younger. So you know. year younger? Yeah, Cougar. Huh? Year younger. Already. Cougar. My heavens, Carm. Dude, take it easy. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, he's a great year younger. What do you want? They're they're only a few months apart, but it's right. a big enough split where he's Got such a late summer birthday. Right. He's a year. He's a great year younger. What is it? What is a late summer birthday? He's like J- July thirty first. Well, so August eighteenth. I probably should have waited a year. A hundred percent. Now yeah. it didn't affect you, which is good. Because- they couldn't wait to get me out of the house because I was watching Mr. Magoo all the time. I get him the get hell him out of out. the house. 
Make him walk to Wentworth yeah, or Wilson. That's a good point. Like with yours, school. were yeah. you? Yeah, you probably should have been the they next grade. You couldn't wait to get me out of the house, Carmen. Yeah, go. Well, good for you. It didn't affect you from a sports wise either. Though, but it, it affected me early, like because um, I couldn't speak English. It affected me early. Didn't know what the vowels were. I was trying to figure out the alphabet. But then, thank God for Sesame Street and the Electric Company and all the great stuff that we used to have on, where they would go over it. And there's such repetition of the the vowels and the alphabet and this and that. I, it really was beneficial as a youth yeah. to watch all that stuff. Watch and then TV. I caught up. You know, I gave chase. I caught up quick. And mm-hmm. there I was in second grade starting to figure things out. It wasn't until sixth grade I feel like I finally started to achieve. You know what I'm saying? But that's how long it took, and it was fine. But it is difficult. And those parents that redshirt their kids, you see that in kindergarten. Yeah. little double bubble oh, yeah. on the old kindergarten. Oh, yeah. And then what are they? They're more physically mature. They're more mentally mature as yes. they're going through some of their key moments in life. Yes, the outliers the, uh, theory. It is, it is yeah. the outliers theory. With hockey players in Canada. That's yeah, 100% January, right. January, January birthdays. birthdays are, yeah. yeah, are huge. You know, you got to have that January birthday. Uh, Derek Same and, thing with horse racing, too. Uh, yes, it yeah, is. I, I guess tell you, all horses, Jan no matter one. when you're born, like if you're born in, uh, uh, say, July of that yeah, year. Jan 1 is your birthday, right? Right. You're, January 1, you turn the first birthday, then the second birthday, and there you are. Now you right. got to start racing. Right. Yeah, and you could be six to eight months younger than horses born in January. So, Guess what? So, At that age... Those horses that are three full years are physically developed compared yeah, to like one if you were born in August. Later, yeah. yeah, I mean you're Absolutely. way behind. Yeah. yeah, and so in hockey and Canada, it's the same thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mal- Malcolm Gladwell's book Outliers is, uh, I believe, it's the first chapter. I think that's the way the book starts, if I'm remembering correctly. I haven't read Outliers in some time. That book is old at this point. I think hockey Jan one hockey birthdays is the is how he starts. He's got good stuff in that book. He's got good stuff about the Beatles and their rise yeah. and Bill Gates and the some of the advantages that the tech guys that grew up in the 50s and 60s, when you look at Steve Jobs and sure. Wozniak, and is that how you say it? What was yeah, the partner's yeah. name? Is it Wozniak? We know who he is. And um, uh, Bill Gates and Wozniak and Steve Jobs and that whole crew, like the advantages they had. I was a it, fall. Is a good book. I was a fall to winter impregnator. You were a fall? Yeah, went to winter. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I did my best work. Wow. During the football was, season. Yeah, how about yeah. that? Well, did you guys time May, it up so that the kids would be time, born? We didn't time it up. Just outside of football? Let's have no. a party. Okay. Let's have a party. We were, because we're, you were playing we were, trying to, we were trying to have... Wait, 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 did you say something about Yurko's rhythm? Method? Yeah, our first yeah. one. Nico, we were trying to have them at July, end of July, mini I'm camp. Trying to have them at we're, the end. We're in training camp. I'd come home and get a session in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ten days in a row. So that I you would be clear of the yeah. football season and then he would be born. Right. Yeah, in May. But, so he ended up being born in May. But that's, right. you know, why we did it. Right. So, you know, I could be there. Smart. Yeah. When we had, uh, we had uh, Jakey was born in September, we were all drunk. Mm. She got uh, looped up on gin. I was looped up on Heineken. And the next thing you know, trying to be as quiet as we can. One take Jake, Se- Johnny Yerkovich here. Didn't take long. September birthday. One take Jake, right before Christmas. That was a summer uh, in He came September 20. You were? Yeah, summer. Yeah, you love the heat. Yeah. My big kids' man, birthdays. Big man, myself, I'm not a heat guy. My kids' birthdays are two day, three days, I'm sorry, apart in March. Yeah. Just, you know, three, two years and three days. So there's yeah. something about July. Yeah. Uh, you know. Mine were May. Bugs in the air. It's the fourth. May, basically. July. Mine were May, July, and September. Yeah. And then uh, Gracie was just. The hell with it. Let's go. A happy accident or just no? Yeah, like, no, no. Yeah. It was. I want to have another. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Then the one time in that. Yeah, why not one, one more. year period that we had it? Yeah, so we one, had a baby. One more. Yeah, 
Like that Surely one, I knew. I know the exact day, the definition, and the of time. Jake. Yeah, because we didn't do anything for three months previous, and we didn't do anything for four months after. I can remember. We that. know exactly. I don't know the exact day. exact day. I, I can ballpark it. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Well, I ballparked it that day. I hit it out of the park. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> From way downtown, bang. From, From way, way downtown, downtown bang. bang. Hold I on, like Derek. That. Derek and Carol stream has Derek. the uh, the saying for Yurko's um, ESPN candy. Yeah, Derek, go ahead. What's happening, guys? Thanks for taking my call. I love the show as always. Thanks, man. Hey, I uh, thought of a couple of candy slogans for you for the show. Uh, not for nothing, kid. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, and got to be one for your go. When do the festivities commence? <laughs> when do the festivities commence? Boy, you could put that on a heart. That's pretty good, Derek. I like uh, not if, for nothing. If, if that isn't just like exactly what you need, yeah. when do the festivities commence? So we've got take that. Not for nothing's a good one. I say that a lot. Yeah. Uh, chew on this is great. Chew on this is very good. I mean, that that's the best one, isn't it? You need it? two of them. You need one that says, my Aiken, and then the other one Panache. says, Panache. <laughs> my Aiken and Panachkis, and put them together. Chew on this. Not for nothing. Take that. Would you rather? And... I don't know if you can. There's shot of, or no shot, obviously. Like those are the yeah, shot or no shot's pretty good too. Uh, I made the acacia de pepe yesterday. You did? Yeah, pretty how good. Did, how did it turn out? Pretty good. Why don't you put some pictures I, I on think, social? I think I did a nice job. Why don't you put some I, pictures? I, I, on I did a nice job on Instagram. A little bit of a slurry that you you know that you create with the cheese Look, and, the, and, and the pasta and the pasta. Words. Yeah, slurry. the pasta water. Wow. Yeah, and then you got to, it's got to be delicate, delicate with the tongs. Yes, you do. The tongs. I mean, you really got to work that. You yeah. got to work it. Then I was using it for a half pound of pasta, the, the recipe. And all of a sudden, I got a pound of pasta going. And I'm like, I had to adjust on the fly. Uh, but it worked. A little more chez, a little more pasta water, get it up there, a little more pepper. It worked out good. I thought it had great I flavor. Mean, look at you. But I've got to taste it somewhere else. To see what it theoretically should taste like, to see if I duplicated it. You know what I'm saying? You're becoming uh, quite the you inspire the culinary me. expert. You over inspire here. me. I want you quite to know that. You inspire me. I'm impressed, Yurko. You're the best Good for I, you. I don't care what anybody says about you. Yeah, Sylvie. Even that big tall guy with a bad Achilles. I don't care what he says about well, you. Well, Sylvie's the only one who seems one. to have an issue with me cooking and putting it on Instagram. I don't understand why. He's jealous. I don't know what it is. He's jealous of your height. He, Do you know that? And know. your cooking skill. He actually didn't bust my balls too bad over the, the dish I made this past week. Good. So. What do you think about this week? How about some veal Vesuvio, huh? Veal Vesuvio. How about some salt and boca? What I just think? made salt and boca. I made well, you did just the other day? Yeah. Well, you I don't might want, make you something don't want veal anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're going to cook up some cutlets? I, uh, Chicken cutlets? I love cutlets. Maybe make a sandwich? I, is Tommy DeVito coming to town, Adam? Did that ever... <laughs> Did we have no, his agent I came like here. the luster kind of... It'd still be awesome. I don't care. It'd still be awesome. <laughs> you guys see him on the Pizza Hut commercial? I don't know if I did. Oh, you yeah, didn't I see did. that? I saw it. Yes, I did. I don't know if you could call him a celebrity, but so does that count as a celebrity spot? Um, well, he's in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, I he know. started a couple of games. I think that's it. Right, four, 14 minutes. It, he's got a minute left. I still think it'd be great of fame. to do like yeah. some cutlets. With did you see the sports yeah. awards, though? Did you see the sports awards, the football awards? They had the show. I did not. And the guy went up to him and he told him, you know, it was great. All your success. It was kind of funny. And then, you know, it didn't the funny how. Mm. You know, it was oh, so really? funny. They did a little take off not. of that. I did yeah. not see that. You guys see that? No. I did see that, and yeah. that was probably the 15th minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was, yeah. 
I saw that. It's too and much. Said, no. well, that's it. Yeah. This has been a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. If that was, he's stunned. certainly on 14, and that might have been the 15th minute. You're right. Coming up next, I want to talk got, to you Carm? about uh, something that Ian Rappaport said over the weekend and then reiterated Baseball with Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. Guy. Ian Rappaport is football. Football guy. All right. Mm-hmm. And then Field Yates uh, was talking about his mock and how he's ranking the college prospects coming into this April's NFL draft. We'll play for you what he said on Get Up this morning about USC quarterback Caleb Williams. If you want to join the show, 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Ian Rappaport was on yesterday with Waddle and Sylvie. If you missed it, go back and listen. Meller was in for Sylvie. Sylvie's off the rest of this week. Meller's sitting in most of the days. Rappaport was talking about his report over the weekend that it would take a historic haul for the Bears to trade the number one pick. And he stood by that and reiterated that with the guys yesterday. So make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app. You can go back and listen. And it sure sounds like Ryan Pace, I almost said Ryan Pace, pie in the face. Uh, Ryan Poles is doing a pretty good job of, you know, working the media already, finding out, like, you know, his ways that he wants to get the messaging out. That's what it sounds like to me. Don't bother wasting anybody's time if you're going to call the Bears and be like, you know, it's going to be something of complete, something yeah, so send, ins- inconsequential. Right, you're, you're throwing yeah, that, a, feeling off, a feeler offer out. We don't want feeler offers. Yeah, that, we don't want feeler offers. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good way to put you it. You want to make a move, make the move. Let's call us it. with something real. Let's hear it, something real. Not something that's like around and a half away from what yes. you probably want to actually do, but you want to see how much you can get away with. Yes. It's that's not what I, we're looking it, for. It, it feels, you don't see the price and say, we're going to take 25% off and make the offer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? feels very much like Ryan Poles saying to the rest of the NFL, don't waste time. Okay? Kind of like Vincent Hanna in Heat. Don't waste my mother effing time. Uh, a call with something real. Or don't bother. And you better come to the table with something big for us to move off of this. Uh, it's it's just a good way to sort of lay the f- like, but lay the groundwork for the off season, and let's see if they get blown away. The expected because they parameters. might get blown away. Yeah. Pull uh, who's the baseball agent, the crazy one that's got Scott the four guys? Boris. Yeah, pull a Boris. This is what we're looking for. This is it. We're not. Le- we're looking to. Uh, to set records here with this yeah, deal that yes. we're going to have. Yes. That way you don't call us with something that's insulting. It's almost like if you're not starting with the Trey Lance package, don't bother. Yeah. Get out I don't of know Dodge. if that'll happen. Like, I don't know if Washington being one spot behind or New England being only two spots behind. Remember, San Fran had to make a pretty big jump up for that. Yeah. This is for, like, the Denvers of the world. Again, I keep going back to Denver. You love I've been Denver. saying this for a little while. I mean, could Sean Payton fall in love with Caleb Williams? Go to his ownership group, which is the richest in the NFL, by the way. Not what that that necessarily did, matters in terms of draft capital, but just, you know, uh, what, what if they did be, both? What do you mean, what if they did what both? They did, what if they traded Fields and traded out of the number one pick? 
I that's think it would. A ballsy well, you'd be move getting right a there. lot of picks too. That's a ballsy, that's a ballsy move. move. That one takes the Kajanes. Yeah, but how far could you realistically go back if you're trading fields to find your quarterback? It depends if you love J.J. McCarthy or not. Ben Solak's latest mock draft on the Ringer has J.J. McCarthy going eighth, and in to uh, Atlanta, our guy Field Yates, I think he's got him going tenth. Boy, J.J. is a fast riser right now, isn't he? Well, some had him there the whole time. It's like the fourth quarterback. Holy cow. Some have had him there the whole time. So four quarterbacks in the top eight, maybe. Maybe. Or, or the top ten. I think that's a little bit aggressive. I think myself. it is, too. But, yeah, like you, if you're the Bears and you're going to do that, you can't afford to go so far back if you're already committed to trading Justin and then you move out of one. you got to be careful on how far you go back because you're going to need a quarterback next year. Tyson Bajant isn't going to be your starter. When the season begins, let's face it. We love the Tyson Bajan story, but that ain't happening, nor should it. So you got to be careful on how far you go back. I keep thinking of like Denver as the team to watch that could potentially make this huge, bold, aggressive move all the way up to one if Sean Payton indeed loves Caleb Williams. A year and a half ago, he was on Colin Coward's podcast before he was back in the NFL coaching singing the praises of Caleb Williams. Now, that was during his sensational Heisman campaign in 2022. Maybe he's cooled or soured a little after last year. I really have no friggin' idea. I doubt Sean Payton has moved too much off of his position about Caleb Williams. And if he watches tape and breaks it down enough and does all the other diligence that he needs to do and his staff needs to do, and they're led to believe that we, we got to try to find a way. Like, that's the Trey Lance deal. That's the Miami-San Fran deal for the Bears. I don't think it really happens with Washington or New England, York. I just don't. Maybe I'll be wrong on that. But I would find that hard to believe considering you're going up one spot. You need to look down the board a little. Could it be Atlanta? Instead of staying at eight, taking J.J. McCarthy, that comes all the way up. Could it be Denver? You would need somebody to make that huge of a jump. Right? Yeah. In order I, I, I do, to, I do believe it's not just going to be one spot. Yeah, the one spot. Here's what the one spot could possibly get you: uh, New England going up next year's first round pick, and the one that you're going to get. Okay, that's possibly what it could get you. But if you want, if you want a historic deal and you want multiples, then you're going to have to find a team that's way back that's coming all the yeah. way up, right? You're- it, it could also. You know, since it's Washington, if Washington's coming up to one spot mm-hmm. because they want the quarterback, they want to make sure they get the quarterback just in case. Mm-hmm. They're coming up because they've got a slew of picks in the second. It could be moved down to two and one of those two picks in the second, one of those being yours. Right. Do you get but it back? If I've got New England wanting to jump up to number one or I've got uh, New York Giants possibly, uh, I don't know what Tennessee Titans plan on doing at their quarterback. they got Will Levis. Uh, he looked they good do. at times. He looked yeah. terrible at times. Eight. Eight from Atlanta coming up. Now, that's a monumental move. That, that'll get you something. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they're like coming it, up from eight, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's a big that's move. That's a big move. That's going to get you more, obviously. Uh, that'll 10, look more like 11. last year's deal with Carolina when Carolina was nine. They got Broncos here at 12 and J.J. McCarthy. That's who it is. Number 12. Who's Broncos is that? And that's uh, Field Yates. That's Fields? Okay. Fields got him at 12. So four quarterbacks in the first 12 picks 
going yeah, in this and, draft. and in Ben Solak's on the ringer, he's got J.J. going eighth to Michigan. Uh, to, to Michigan. Michigan. Well, he's from Michigan. He's got J.J. Going, going to Atlanta. To Atlanta. Atlanta not going up to make a trade with the Bears. He's got the Bears <laughs> drafting Caleb Williams and then Malik Neighbors. And Ben Solak writes, uh, when he recaps the ninth pick in Malik Neighbors, this would be a home run draft for the Bears, who crushed the DJ Moore trade, but should be looking to add a second top-tier pass catcher to run with Moore and really elevate the offense. So Neighbors pairs nicely with Malik Caleb Neighbors. Williams. Yeah, he's got Malik Neighbors. Yeah. I love Roma Dunze. I'd be happy with Malik Neighbors, too. I think Adunze is going to be Field spectacular. Uh, what does Field have? Laiatu, Laiatu, Latu. The pass rusher. Laiatu Latu from, from UCLA, UCLA with the bad neck. Here was Field earlier today on Get Up talking about Williams being his clear number one. Here's the clear-cut number one player in this class, Greeny. It's not just the skill set, which is terrific. It's also the sample size. Over the past two seasons, we have seen Caleb Williams dominate, even if last year, meaning the 2023 season, was not at the same level as his Heisman year in 2022. You couple that with the 2021 year when he took over from Spencer Rattler as a starter in Oklahoma as a true freshman, and you're talking about one of the best two-and-a-half-year runs for any quarterback prospect in college football in a long time. He immediately changes everything that you can do within the structure of your offense. And we also talked about how outside of structure, one of the most difficult players to defend because even when you think you have a plan, Caleb Williams is so innovative and so creative that you might totally chop that plan in half. And next thing you know, you might have him running by you or might be throwing a 50-yard touchdown pass right behind your defense. That was Fields, uh, Field Yates excuse me, earlier today on Get Up. If you want to join the conversation, Ring us up at 312-332-3776. Dave is in Midlothian on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just realized that screwed up, though. I was I didn't know Denver. I was going to ask you guys, what picks are they going to give? Because I thought that they traded a bunch of capital for Russell Wilson and then when they got Sean Payton. But I just realized that they had their 12th overall pick. Yeah, but I don't think do. that's enough to move up to one, though. No, like, you'd, have to, they, yeah, you'd have to be more. going into the future, Dave. That's the thing. You're right. Like they'd be making, you. they'd be making such a big move. Like when when he says he wants to, this is going to have to be historic, and it might have to look like that Trey Lance deal. You got to think about how much San Fran went up. That's what it would have to look like. Like a team like Denver falling in love, Dave. Um, that's mm-hmm. what it would have to look like to really get. I think that big home run haul that he's talking about if he's going to move off that spot. You know. So if you're the if you're the Bears, are we in agreement that we like the idea of trading back? Are we in like, or do you want Caleb Williams, or are we just in that boat to where let's just get it right regardless of what it is? Well, yeah, amen to that. I mean, I hope whatever they pick, ultimately they're right. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, Denver, I think they need to upgrade, right. uh, and I, it's not a. I don't mean I don't do a lot of Justin bashing. I, I don't see the need to. I think he's he's good. I think he's got a place probably as a starter in this league. But if you can uh, upgrade, and I think there are potential upgrades available, I, I don't know how you don't do it, especially resetting your quarterback clock as well. Like, I would upgrade if Denver I Denver doesn't have a second. Denver does not have a second. Denver does not have a second. But pick. they've got their – they've given up their firsts post-Russell trade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're armed with their first after the last couple of years where they didn't have it because of the Russell trade yeah. from a couple of off-seasons ago. Three one two three three two ESPN. That's the number. You can ring us up. I'll go back and get you the specifics of that deal too, just so we know what else maybe they don't have in the immediate future. I can't remember what the full compensation package was, but we can double check it. It's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. 
Yeah, Denver's armed with its first-round picks going forward. Uh, they're they're beyond the first-rounders they had to send to Seattle for the Russell Wilson trade a couple of off-seasons ago. So if we talk about a team that falls in love with Caleb, you know, that's the kind of haul that Ryan Poles could be thinking about. And certainly the Trey Lance deal is, that's the blueprint. And Yurko just looked. It was 12-3. to San Fran went from 12-3. to It was, you know, they swapped first-rounders, and then right. it was two additional first-round picks. Yurko said, but this would be 12-1. to You're going to need even more. But that conversation, and that was my only point, like it would have to start with, you, you'd swap places with Denver this year, and then you'd get Denver's next two first-round picks right. at least. Yes, and no. then, yeah, at least. And then they got a th- uh, third-rounder also, 101 overall. And they might not want to do that after the Russell Wilson deal and right. having Sean there. And then Yurko's pointed this out to me a couple of times, and so is Waddle. They're like, if Sean Payton is that eager to go up and get Caleb Williams, doesn't that tell you you should probably stick and draft Caleb Williams? <laughs> like, that's an interesting point, actually. Well, that's the assumption that he's moving up to get Caleb Williams. What if he moved up no, to get the guy touche. that he wanted out of the top three? Touche. What if he identified a guy well, and doesn't on, think he can go anywhere? He's on record. Before he was a coach again, remember, he's yeah. on record like fawning over Caleb Williams. Fawning over him. Those but you're guys, right. You're, those you guys in the TV you booth, You don't know. Though. You're you know, right. Guys in the TV booth usually are ultra complimentary. You that, hardly that, ever see him taking a dig at somebody. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, you don't know. Like, what if all of a sudden they get there on draft day and he says, Drake, May. By the way, the two new mocks that we were talking about today, the Field Yates mock and the Ben Solak mock at the ringer, they both have Jaden Daniels uh, leaping Drake Number May two, right yeah. now. They got Caleb 1 to the Bears, Jaden Daniels 2 to LSU. Uh, why do I keep doing that? Jaden Daniels from LSU 2 to Washington, and then Drake May to New England at 3. So for Washington to go up, they've got two second-round picks, one of those being the Bears. So Washington would have come up to the Bears, they'd switch picks, right? Yes. And then the compensation, theoretically, is just a second-rounder because you only moved up one spot. Some people think we're crazy to suggest that, that you're still you're in a position of power and you need more from Washington. But hard for me to imagine like a team going up one or two spots. Well, like, especially one in that city because I, the difference between up, like future first. The I don't one know. and the two, the disparity on that points chart is a huge disparity. Between one and two. And that's where the second rounder will get. What if they give you both second rounders? You move down one, they give you both of their second round picks this year. I mean, that'd be a lot to give up if you're Washington. Well, I think it is. But if you think if you've got leverage and you believe you've got leverage, but nobody's going to give you next year's number one for that first round pick. Moving up one spot. I wouldn't think so. And then you get your choice of Drake Mayer or Jane Daniels. But I'm not in these rooms. I don't know. I'm not in these rooms either, Carm. But you, you see the but point you, system. There is a point system. There is. There is. And they follow it. You get, better love Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels. And I'll tell with you that. The Trey much. Lance trade, those picks turned out to be 29th picks in the first round. Yeah, well, because San Francisco. And 101. Said, it's crazy how San Francisco didn't miss a beat with uh, such an epic fail of a trade. Just yeah. epic fail of a trade. Yeah, to quarterback with the final pick and said, the hell with it. Let's go. Believable, man. Like, I can't even, I can't get over that. Bears haven't had a quarterback in six decades. They make a historic flub in terms of what they gave up for a guy that played six games for them, and then they ended up trading him for a fourth rounder. And they found their quarterback, who's pretty good, and they're right back in the Super Bowl. Like, come on. And they're the favorite to win next year. Come on. And like a corporation, right? Like a corporation that signs 
a bad deal and it's horrific for them, what do they do? At the end of the year, when it comes to the fiscal uh, looks at it, they just write it off as it's a write-off. something terrible. It's a write-off, Jerry. Oh, no, they, they, they write it off, and they, they, they accept the losses in that year. That's what they did. Okay, we screwed up on Trey Lance. Let's get something back, and let's move on. And that's what they did. And now the whole world wants to yell at poor Brock Purdy, you know. Yeah, I think the, the world's, world's a little, yell I think the world's a little harsh to Brock Purdy. Yeah, they just want to yell at him. I think he's pretty good. He's not. He's not. Well, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Of course, it's only his second year. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not. You know, he's not Burrow. He's he not is, Allen. Right. Nobody's but, saying he is Mahomes. Right. He wins at a pretty good clip. Yeah, he's he's done very well in that off. And I get the offensive structure helps. I understand that. Nice system to go into, but I still think he. There's a lot of things to like about Brock. They've got problems. They've got to retool up there. They well, need to identify. They, they need to identify who can play and who can't play. That's that's the biggest challenge. Give me your thoughts on I mean, Debo at twenty three point six million. I'd keep him. I think he's as okay. important. I'm going saying. into his fifth year, right, York? So they get the fifth year option. Ayuk, do I have that right? But then they'll try to extend him. Yeah. So this will be year five for Ayuk. So they'll have the option on Ayuk. So they're good there. But I'm sure they'd like to extend him if they could. Debo, uh, I think Debo. He's making a ton of money, guys. Debo. Yep. I think Debo's as important to anything they do on that offense, though, don't you? Possibly. Can you get a lot for Debo? If you were to trade him, what pull, could you get pull, for Debo? Pull a, uh, a, a Tyreek Hill trade? At some point, you got to make decisions, right? Maybe it's not now, but at some point, you do. That's interesting. Hmm. So, I mean, you don't have to do it yet because you're not going to have to pay your quarterback, but they're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. You know, they they got the kid that the Bears were thinking about signing last year from Philadelphia. Hargreaves, yeah, is that his Hargrave. name? Yeah, Hargrave. So he gets him. I'm looking at Debo's contract as it breaks down. He's a UFA in 2026. I'm not looking at dead money because we know they can get out of that crap all the time. You know how many touchdowns it drives you nuts? Debo Samuel has the last three years? 31. Yeah. You know what his <laughs> cap hit is? I'm assuming it's the way you're putting it, it's going to be high. It's $28 million. Yeah, wow. It's $28 million. It's over 10% of your salary cap for one player. You can do it because your quarterback's only getting paid a million dollars. A million bucks, right. You can survive with that. Right. But at some point, when do you get something out of him if you want it? And it was Debo, I mean, was he he the guy this year? Or is this the time where you go, okay, let me get an inexpensive second-round wide receiver to come in and let's play in this offense together. Hmm. I don't know. I'm asking the questions. I'm not saying it's absolutely mandatory. Yeah, it's. I. I mean, I. I don't know that everybody can get away with what the Chiefs. I don't want get away is maybe the wrong way to put it. I don't know that everybody can do what the Chiefs did, moving on from Tyree Kill because the Chiefs have Andy Reid and they've got Patrick Mahomes. And. That made, it, that made it possible. Right. Like, I'd be a little bit like if I'm San Fran, if I'm John Lynch, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, and especially because my quarterback going into year three is still going to be so inexpensive, like, I'm not ready to do that yet. And I know your point is always That's trade when a guy's value as, as, as absolute most. But for me, you've got an advantage where you're going into only year three for Brock Purdy. Now, that'll remember, that's a four year deal, not a five. There is no fifth year option for Brock Purdy because he was not a first round pick. So you're going to, into this penultimate year of his contract. So, But it's still so inexpensive. 
I'm going back with my offense next year to have those three valuable players. You've got the 50-year for Ayuk. I'm sure they'll try to extend him. You've got McCaffrey, who, knock on wood for the 49ers, McCaffrey stayed healthy All right. for the most part. Like I go back with that dynamic offense for another run. Carmen, you're a team that doesn't have wide receivers out there. That thinks they might their wide receiving class isn't as impressive as let's say Cincinnati's. It's not as impressive as Philadelphia's. It's mm-hmm. not Jalen Wall and Tyreek Hill. It's maybe lacking just a little bit. Say New Orleans. Okay, somebody to pair with Olave. Right. Say um, San Diego. Only because I think San Diego, Keenan Allen's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Quentin Johnson's not there. Mike Williams is trying to come back off an injury. So you're kind of lacking there. If you're one of those teams, what would you be willing to give up? If you had a chance to acquire Debo Samuel, what would you be willing to give up? I don't like giving up first-round picks, but I feel like you're not doing that without getting a first-round pick, right? I mean, you're not. First and a third? Yeah. It's not the Tyreek Hill trade, right? Tyreek Hill trade was two firsts, right? I believe it was two firsts. So it was two firsts that they ended up getting back. And those ended up being later round picks because Miami's been good. Right? Later in the first round. They've been a playoff team in the last two years. It's a little bit deeper. It's not quite what you were hoping for because Miami was a pretty good team. All I'm saying, Harm, and I want to be honest with you, 802, injury riddled, 391, 1,405 all-pro year. 18.2 18.2 yards of reception, right. eight touchdowns via the rush, 632, 892. Those are his receiving yards. Those yeah. are his receiving numbers. If I didn't tell you who it was, you yeah, might I think know. it's Darnell you're right, Mooney. You're right. You're right. You might have, if I'd have done a player A and a player B on you. If you'd give me his touchdowns, though, I'd know it's somebody yeah, good. Yeah, if I gave you the touchdowns. Because he scored a lot of touchdowns. Especially in that one year. He's got 19 receiving touchdowns. He has got 19 rushing touchdowns. Yes, he's got 19 and 19 for his career. Yeah, he's got 31 touchdowns the last three seasons. Yeah. 31 combined touchdowns. And he's got 38 in his career. 38 in his career. It's a lot of touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns. He's a, he's a key part of that offense. I know. But I'm telling you, at some point, you've got to make a move. All right, we're kicking the tires on a bunch of NFL I'm, stuff. Let's I'm take some calls. De- I'm trading Debo Samuel if I'm the San Francisco oh, 49ers. And here goes Trader Yerk. I want to trade Debo Samuel. I mean, I, I just, only because the value is there. I can get something for Debo Samuel. He's 28, Carm. Yeah, he he's turned 28. 28. Just turned 28 just, last month. Just turned 28. So you got 28, 29, 30, 31 if I'm another team with four years. And he's got years left on his deal. Okay. He has, I think, three years left. On his deal. Well, there's an out. There's an out for going into 25. Next year, the number's big, as you already brought up. The yeah, cap hit next year is 28 million. Yeah. And then there's a potential out with some other, you know. Do you remember how the Rams had to do some cleansing? Yeah. The, the Rams had to do a little bit of cleaning out, and they had to do a little bit of this and that. Sometimes you got to shut the restaurant down, you got to clean the restaurant. Now, guess not what you're not doing. You're not creating revenue that year, right? There's not a lot of revenue coming in when you close the restaurant down, but you had to clean out the restaurant. Now, when you kick it up, you're hoping to come back and get the business and everything going. Sometimes you got to do something like this to make a minor little blip, and then you hope the rest of everybody else can support each other to get through the tough times. All right, we're kicking around a bunch of NFL stuff here, so uh, join the conversation. We'll grab some of your calls coming up. It's Valentine's Day, and love is in the air. I, I have a little love quiz for Yurko later. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. 
We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia a little bit later. Meller's in for Sylvia again. Start that at around 235. Black and Abdallah tonight. Abdallah's back. Feeling better? Stomach uh, issues all cleaned up? Yeah, I mean, when I haven't I haven't put anything in my stomach in the last two and a half days, so there's nothing to... Upset it. Uh, yeah, upset it or up, up chuck, if you will. So you, we'll know, see. you know your stomach was in serious... Like, you know it was serious when you don't even have an appetite for a couple of days, right? Like, No, I haven't been hungry in that's like, what I'm saying. like in two days. Yeah, yeah, you know your body was kind of messed up. You'll be hungry tomorrow. You'll be all good. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Let's say hi to, where do you want to go here? Where should we start? How about Steve and Indy on ESPN 1000? Hey, Steve. Hey, fellas. How you doing today? Good. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about those uh, trade values in the draft. Um, you guys kept talking about two-second rounders. Uh, actually, the cost for moving up to get that number one pick from number two is a second rounder plus next year's first, uh, doing the math on those trades, because we... When we, whenever we do next year's pick, it values as an early second rounder for the following year. So um, I just wanted to clarify that. And also, I'm going to the combine, and I got a dream team of scouts going with me, and I'm really excited about it. Who's the dream team of scouts? Well, I got one guy that played wide receiver for Steve Spurrier. I got another guy that played against Yurko. He he played defensive end at Illinois State. He's the first guy that ever told me about Barry Sanders. Nice. And my third guy starred in the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Damn. Huge star. So, uh, and he's not a huge star. He's actually the guy that got fell on by Finch in the game. <laughs> so, he got paid 50 bucks for that. I think, oh, I, I, think I know two of those guys. Yeah, I think you might, right? Yeah. I think I might. Yeah, so, well, the running back, here's another fun fact. The running back in Wildcats was actually my running back in high school. That's He's great. an all stater. His, his last name is Jackson. Where'd you go he to, was going to Triton. He was go going to Triton school? Community College. Okay. Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. So two uh, guys. Yeah. Movie I knew from the two 80s. guys in that movie. Butch Bresky, mm-hmm. who's a, a public school player here that went to Eastern Illinois, and Phil Mason. Yeah. Mm. Those two guys are did, two guys that I know in, the, in movie, the movie. In the movie Wildcats. All right. Did they play? Did they play at Triton as well? Uh, where'd Phil play? They might have been Triton or University of Thornton at South Holland. Uh, TCC, right. Thornton Community College. Oh, give us the update when you're there, Steve. We'll, we'll yeah. take an update yeah. from you. At the hey, end of, hey, at the I end got of one more thing, if you don't mind. Go ahead. My, my buddy Alex played in the German Professional Football League until he was 35, and he just flew in from Germany to come to this combine. Yeah. And he would really love to talk to you guys about German football and promote it and try to do whatever he can. So if I can get him to call in someday, yeah, that'd be great. Call, or, hey, who was our German what? football coach that we used to have? No, Italian. Yeah. Italian. It was Anthony, he, That's yeah. the Italian All right, Stevie, football thanks, league. buddy. Yeah, yeah he was coaching an Italian league. Now, the only guy I knew from Illinois State from the defensive line that played in the league that was my age is Pete Shorts. Pete Short. Pete Short. And, the gym? and listen, he wasn't so short either. No. He was a tall dude. I mean, just the last name didn't even make sense. Pete Short. That was like the fat guy that you call Slim. You Unbelievable. Know? What are we doing here? Yeah. No relation to Jim Shorts? Let's say hi to Howard and Skokie on ESPN 1000. What's up, Howard? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, if you're going to trade for Devo Samuels, why not trade for Jefferson? And even if you're giving two ones and a three, you're getting a player seven years younger who's healthier, and the better wide receiver. Are, they, are the Vikings trading Justin Jefferson? The Vi- they may have to blow up the whole thing because you're not going to give Kirk 50. You're, if you want to lose Derisaw, you're about to lose Hunter, 
How many guys can you afford to lose without blowing it up? Jeez, mm, I think it'd be nuts to trade Justin Jefferson, but. Well, okay, so who are you keeping besides Jefferson? You could have a quarterback to throw him the ball? No. I, 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 I don't blow. I mean, and I hear what you're saying. I don't trade the, I don't trade the best player at his position in the league uh, because I, I don't if, have a quarterback. England, I mean, I, I don't know. If, if New England offers you their one this year, their one next year, and a three, you don't make that trade? Say it again. They're one, a one, and a three. The one this year, the third pick of the draft. I feel like the teams getting the picks always tend to do better. So I don't know. I mean, Uh, listen, if it it seems crazy though to me, but maybe Howard, I I don't know. I I would. uh, You're a Viking fan, aren't you? I'm a Viking fan, but I'm a realist. They can't Mm. win with this team. Mm. They can can get to the playoffs, but you can't play. You can't keep four of your players under the salary cap, and you're going to lose Hunter. You're gonna lose. Yeah, that's true. They're probably they might lose Kirk. You're right about yeah, that. The, like Daniel Hunter's gone. Probably. Well, they're their team that need to retool also a little bit. And so, and, if and thinking, you have two, and you have two ones in the top ten this year, and you probably have two ones in the top ten next year, and you got a lot of salary cap room. Yeah, and you well, got a GM who's been there for two years, so he's got time to wait. Uh, Howard's like Yurko, Trader Howard, Trader Yurko. Howard, thanks, buddy. It's wow. always good talking to you. The, the dilemma is what are you going to get for your guys? If too many guys become available, uh, then everybody's like, well, why do I need him? I can get him. I can't trade Justin So the more Jefferson. options that there are, well, it's hard to do. Yeah. But I, how happy is Justin Jefferson if he's not getting the football? Uh, I mean, he might be worse than Stephon Diggs when Stephon Diggs doesn't get the football. And Stephon got his way out of there yeah. and has gone on a nice success up until this year. I don't know what happened in the back half of the season with Stephon Diggs this year. Justin Jefferson had almost 1,100 yards in 10 games last year. Yeah, in 10 games. Oh, no, he's phenomenal. In 10 games. There's no, there's no denying Justin Jefferson is not phenomenal. Ah, God. It just depends. He's 24, 25. Right. He's a very young man. Holy I mean, depends. God. Can you compete? Ask your coach, do you want to, be rid- do you want to go without him? Yeah, well, yeah please. Do you want to go with him, yeah, without Kevin him? O'Connell. At least with them, they got Ayuk, they got Kittle, and they got Juwan Jennings. Yeah, there's some talent and there. And they got some friend, theoretical yeah. youngsters in the back. And like you know, Jordan Addison's there in Minnesota now, maybe it makes him more like, I don't know, I can't see when you got a player that young that's probably the best talented, at his position in the league. Good, but I understand the want, Oof. especially if you're giving up on the quarterback, who's going to be throwing him the ball? Now you got to get a bunch Josh of things resettled. Well, and Daniel Hunter's going to be gone. Now you got to resettle some things, you know? Tim's in Hampshire on ESPN 1000. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. I think it's simple. Let's trade. Let's flip flop with Washington. Let's get back that second round pick that we gave them for Sweat. They got a high second round pick, um, and then we talk about trading Fields. Maybe Fields goes to like Denver, Los Angeles, New Orleans. Maybe we can get a first um, for him. We trade both picks because I don't think there's enough of a spread between May and Caleb Williams to uh, keep that. Well, that's the that's the only thing you'd have to be sure of, Tim. Like, if you're doing that deal, you'd have to be pretty confident that there's not a big drop-off. Tim, thanks for the phone call. If you feel like that there isn't and you're happy with one of the other two, okay. But you better be right on that. But okay, because you would be getting a whole heck of a lot. You're adding a lot back to your draft capital pool. 312-332-3776. We'll continue the conversation Plus a few other things to kick around. Uh, spring training officially getting underway. We'll talk to Jesse again tomorrow. Want to revisit some of the Bellinger stuff. 
uh, with Yurk a little bit later on. It's an interesting NBA story that developed overnight about uh, a, a deal that was briefly discussed at the deadline last week between the Lakers and the Warriors. So we got a lot to do. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll be right back.